When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses successful. You know, my voice is getting better. We're getting there. As we've said these last three weeks, the show must go on. And it's because we have so many absolutely fabulous guests. So please join me in welcoming Matt Shields to our program today. Welcome, Matt. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Thanks, Deb, for having me. I love it. I love it. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So Matt Shields created and launched the Trade Titans Mastermind, which is a community for people who want to break into the multifamily real estate market and connect to every piece of that community. He's worked on projects for some of the largest brands in the world, including Amazon, Walmart, and Philips with Virtus. He's also created apps that have generated more than $100 million in sales for his clients and he's also the host of the Invest in Square Foot podcast. So again, Matt, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, now that you read that too, it, it makes me sound like I really am all over the place. I really, I, I, I have, I have had an eclectic, eclectic background. You know, and, and, but it's that way with everybody. Um, yeah. You know, I think anymore, we do a little of this and a little of that. So speaking of that, tell us a little bit about how it is that you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I, I like to take this story back quite a ways uh, because it really started very, very young in business. Okay. Uh, I, I say that I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years, but I would mm-hmm. say it started long before that uh, as well. Okay. Um, so when I was 10 years old, we started putting roofs on houses like, you know, the family, mm-hmm. right? You know, so we're a very, very hands-on family. And um, I was a, a very shy kid growing up, right? Like I didn't, I didn't have all that terribly many friends or anything like that. My, my weekends, my, my, my friend was basically my dad, right? Okay. So we would work on the house all the time together. And uh, by the time I was 16, I basically knew how mm-hmm. to do pretty well everything on the house that okay. you, that you needed to do. Right. Um, so my dad and I always had this, this thought of getting involved in multi or not multifamily, but mm-hmm. investing in real estate, okay. know, buying houses, fix them up, sell them, mm-hmm. rent them out. So this that's was before we were... they had those things on, on HGTV exactly. to do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. This was, I don't know. Uh, this is early nineties probably, okay. um, when we, when we were thinking about doing that. So, uh, when I was 16, unfortunately my dad passed away. Mm. He, he actually drowned in Cape Hatteras. Mm. And what that, what that did to my, 
you know, basically to my, my psyche, my, mm-hmm. the way that I thought about things was, you know, life is too short to worry about what everybody else thinks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what was always in the back of my mind. Like, I wonder what people are thinking about me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, make a big uproar or anything like that, or, you know, draw any attention to mm-hmm. myself. And I, I can even remember standing in front of the closet and, and thinking like, oh, the last time I wore that, that shirt or that, you know, that sweatshirt, it was a great, great day. So if I wear mm-hmm. it today, maybe I'll have a great day right. today too, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so completely flipped my life upside down, mm-hmm. but I, I started to come out of my shell and realize, you know, again, let's talk to people and, mm-hmm. you know, start interacting with them. So I got to be, you know, very popular and, and, uh, you know, really started to, to come into mm-hmm. my own basically. And it took me years to be able to get to this, mm-hmm. but I realized now, I, I use that as a, a, a positive, like I, I look at that as a positive right. in that situation, mm-hmm. right? Where, um, you know, again, my I would do anything to have my dad back again, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I, I use that as a, a way to be able to draw some type of uh, positivity from right. that, that particular situation. And you could have easily and, gone the other way. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I do that, I do that with everything, right? Where, you know, if there's something bad that's happening, mm-hmm. I, okay, what can we learn from this? What mm-hmm. can we, you know, how can we grow from this? And that's kind of the way that I look at things uh, today. So, uh, so I, I, I didn't go to college. I started uh, at an electrical contracting company as an okay. apprentice, uh, electrician apprentice. And basically when I was, uh, 22, I think it was, I started my own electrical contracting company. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time that I ever, you know, truly had a W2 type position. Mm-hmm. So I've basically been, you know, a, a real entrepreneur ever since then. Um, but uh, we, we had the electrical contracting company for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started getting involved in the real estate investing realm. I, I did actually purchase my first property when I was 19. Um, so you know, again, that that just progressed all mm-hmm. the way through. And then in 2008, uh, we had some companies go out of business on us that owed us quite a bit of money. So that put the electrical contracting company out of business. Mm-hmm. But we also had some uh, some some experience with energy management. So we were designing software to control buildings, HVAC oh, okay. systems and lighting mm-hmm. systems. So that was really, you know, we started getting involved mm-hmm. in software at that point. Mm-hmm. And in 2008 was when the app store came out. So we started getting involved, you know, designing mm-hmm. apps mm-hmm. Uh, and that's transformed into Virtus Ventures today. So we are a digital transformation company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we basically help people, you know, establish what the issue is in their company. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we can create apps, software to be able to automate, mm-hmm. streamline, manage that entire process, right? Um, so fast forward to 2017 or so, uh, the technology company was doing pretty well. Uh, so I started getting involved in uh, multifamily real estate mm-hmm. investing. So now we buy large apartment buildings right. um, and we have a property management company and uh, and construction company that, you know, kind of intertwines mm-hmm. with all of those. And then, like you said, the podcast. So, uh, so that's kind of how I got to where I am today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, throughout that, there's been all kinds of trials and tribulations, ups and downs and uh, really diving in with the with the technology company and being able to dive into so many different types of companies mm-hmm. has really been able to help me um, understand how a lot of companies mm-hmm. work and being able to uh, you know hone in on what the true issue is uh, you know with that particular company mm-hmm. and you know then we can help solve it as well. Right. So that's what we're bringing to the mastermind. I love it, you know, and I love that 
you have all of this technology that that you do incorporate. Um, and I think the companies that we have seen that have struggled and even have failed haven't embraced new technology. And it doesn't really matter, you know, what it is, but, you know, especially with multifamily, um, you know, it's, there's, uh, there's so many things that happen there. Years ago, I worked for an ad agency and we represented uh, one of the largest uh, providers of uh, uh, laundry equipment for multifamily properties, which sounds really kind of strange. And, and, but, you know, you, you we all do that, yeah. right? You know, you have yeah. your big laundry rooms. And when they started incorporating the technology, so basically you didn't have to sit there and go, is my clothes done? Is the dryer mm-hmm. done? Um, you know, it the app would notify you, you know, hey, you're, you're, you know, and, and all of these things. And it was so cool to see that because it was something simple, but it was an amenity that the residents loved because they didn't have to sit there and wonder, you know, is the, you know, time to go put this stuff from the washer to the dryer, or is somebody going to throw my clothes on the floor because I'm left them too long, all of those things. So technology is one of those things that, that really does make, you know, people look at, at your properties and go, wow, this, this is, you know, something that we really want to be interested in. Yeah, no, exactly. And and technology can be, you know, streamlined so many different things. Mm-hmm. And it's all a matter of identifying where those right. pain points are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's actually something maybe that we could even, you know, get into a little mm-hmm. bit, but that's always one of the first questions mm-hmm. that people ask is, you know, we have this company, we do this thing, mm-hmm. but where do we start? How do right. we identify what is the mm-hmm. thing that we should start with or, mm-hmm. you know, tackle first, right? right. So, um, so we can get, can get into some different exercises mm-hmm. there, if you like, uh, right. if that if that yeah. would be I, I was actually just having a discussion on a mastermind I was was in where you know it was they were talking um a person is rebuilding a website for um a, a, a food vendor and you know he was talking about how they're going to be using QR codes and it was funny because QR codes kind of you know they were the big thing and then they died off and then COVID exactly. <laughs> right exactly. and and that became the thing especially with places like restaurants where you didn't have your printed menu you know, you had your little tabletop thing that, you know, had your QR code on it. And then you looked at it on your phone. And, you know, but one of the things we talked to him about was who is his audience or who is, you know, who's buying the, the food? Because, of course, there's the demographic that you have to consider. The 20-year-old knows exactly what to do. The 60-year-old yeah. goes, what's that funny thing? <laughs> you know, yeah. and where's yeah. my menu? Yeah. Yep. And I, I, th- I like... So I was involved in um, retail technology. That's where I worked mm-hmm. with, you know, some of those large brands right. with. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were involved in that. I'm going to say, I think we got involved in that maybe 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and QR codes, I believe, were out then. Like that was right. a thing back mm-hmm. then. And we kept thinking like, okay, any day now, like this just mm-hmm. makes so much sense. You can transfer so much information mm-hmm. just with this, you know, great little This little square. square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it never, it never truly right. caught on to, mm-hmm. you know, be able to deploy mm-hmm. that type of technology in a retail setting. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody knew what it was or right. saw like, what do I do with this mm-hmm. thing? And I don't even believe, I think you had to have a specific app back then, like your camera. I, yeah, I remember not, that. I had, you yeah. had to download the app and, exactly. and it was a QR code reader. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that was, that was another barrier to mm-hmm. entry. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, COVID happened and your mm-hmm. camera now can do all of this and it just makes it so much easier. And again, that, that technology mm-hmm. has like you said, 
come back on right. on scene and been in vogue for mm-hmm. you know a couple of years now, and it's it's great. It makes it so right. much easier. Yeah, we well, we and it's so easy to change. Yeah. Um, you know, say with a big apartment complex, you can you know run an ad somewhere wherever yep. you know you're running the ad, and and you can scan the QR code, and it's going to show you the the, the availabilities. Yep. You know, there's 22 bedrooms. There's you know all of those various things. This one looks out at the parking lot. This one looks at you know, and just you know, so you're not having to reinvent the wheel all the time. You're basically just updating the information. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a great link to be able to get to wherever you need Mm -hmm. to get to. So yeah, love it. Right. I love it. Well, you know, you've obviously seen a lot of changes since you've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. What are some of the big things that you have seen that have changed? Oh man, I, obviously technology is always changing things, but I feel like that's kind of a, a cliche thing to to um, you know mm-hmm. talk about or say. Uh, I would say people people have changed as well. Okay, uh, you know, obviously there there's a lot more. You have to cater to people, I think, a lot mm-hmm. more today than what you did years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're expecting immediate answers and expecting right. immediate. Uh, you know, immediate results. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, in the digital transformation side of things, this is one of the one of the things that we actually, uh, you know, take companies like what we say, you know, mm-hmm. sort of out of the stone age, uh, but you know, bring them into the technology age mm-hmm. where you know the people that are coming in, the the younger people especially, mm-hmm. are expecting to be able to see these right. types of systems. And if you have you know this archaic um, you know analog mm-hmm. way of doing things you're going to have a hard time being able mm-hmm. to attract the talent that you mm-hmm. need to be able to attract. Like for instance, we have, uh, they're, they're still a client today. We've basically built all of their various different systems uh, now that their entire company uh, uh, runs on, but it's uh, probably the largest waterproofing contractor in the country. Okay. Uh, and before us, they were literally taking Manila folders uh, and, you know, building the customer file mm-hmm. in these Manila folders. And then, you know, they would write on the folders and they, they would colored dots on the folders. And mm-hmm. those colored dots meant like what, what stage the thing right. was in. Uh-huh. And, you know, so only one person could have this folder at mm-hmm. any one time. And again, all and of heaven forbid it got there. lost. <laughs> exactly. Or the customer mm-hmm. calls in and then, you know, asks a question mm-hmm. and now you're running around all over the place mm-hmm. trying to find this, this folder, you know, Who's got it? Whose desk mm-hmm. is it on? I can't find it. Mm-hmm. You know, checks checks would go in there, and mm-hmm. then the folder would get lost, like you said. Uh, just you know, when you see something like that as a new employee, it's like, and especially if you're not used to that, again, right. like a younger person, mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll run mm-hmm. away from that, which again starts to have an effect on mm-hmm. who you can actually attract and bring into your business. Right. Um, so again, we basically digitize that entire process mm-hmm. where now everything is all. Uh, you know, essentially part of a, mm-hmm. a custom CRM portal where they all can log in, they mm-hmm. can all see where the customers are at. Everything's, you know, everything's right there, right in mm-hmm. front of them. So, um, and the the thing about it is, this company has been in uh, in business for I think they've probably been in business about forty five years now. Wow! Or so. So, so they've they seen have, a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah, and they they have a very very specific established process that mm-hmm. they've developed over that the course mm-hmm. of that forty five years. So. The problem that we see with a lot of companies, established companies, mm-hmm. um, let's say that they uh, probably about 15 years ago, if they if they had been created before that point, um, you know, they're not going to be built on the Asanas or mm-hmm. the, you know, the Trellos or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like some some companies after that would have been on those early, you know, mm-hmm. bandwagon stages of of that that software development. So they could have grown up, grown up with that. 
uh, technology being incorporated. But mm-hmm. these companies that have been around, like this is a major overhaul to be able to change right. your way of doing things mm-hmm. to be able to fit inside of whatever the off the shelf mm-hmm. platform is. So there's a huge learning curve for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there's always things that fall through the cracks. But what we basically do is we come in and we um, evaluate how that particular company is currently running. And then we design the software to that company ah, mm-hmm. um, rather. So the learning curve is much less, mm-hmm. right? You know, obviously mm-hmm. there's still a little bit of a learning curve, but it still flows the same way. And, you know, the, the dots mm-hmm. in that, in that case, the dots are still included. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, everybody knows and understands like how that software right. works just by looking at right. it. So. You know, and, and I love that concept because when we buy off the shelf, and we still, you know, we get off the shelf all the time, right? There's usually so many things that you never use. I mean, you know, Microsoft Office products are probably one of the best examples because, you know, we all, for the most part, use those. There are so many features that we never use, or we use it once or twice, and we have to look on YouTube to see how to use it, right? Um, but and and then, but the problem is when you get off on those little things, then you lose what you're doing. You just needed it to do a table, and you know, and and resize the table. You know, you didn't need it to do all of these other things, and so when you don't include that, you don't lose the people. Um, you know, and and I would imagine, you know, with with the the company that you were talking about, one of the biggest things, <coughs> excuse me, was getting the people up to speed to use it. Because you probably had a lot of them that, uh-uh, I'm used to writing it in my folder, you know, and yeah. and and you know, and, and you tell them you have to use technology now, they're gonna look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. And and one of the things that we like to do, and this actually gets back to what I was saying before, like, where Mm -hmm. do you start with this? Right. So we, we involve everyone from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So they feel the sense of ownership, you know, as this thing develops, Mm -hmm. right? So they're, they're adding their Mm -hmm. input. So it's not us, you know, doing anything. We're getting all of the input and Mm -hmm. it should work this way. And Mm -hmm. it's got to go to this person after that. So, um, so it works pretty well, but one Mm -hmm. of the, one of the first things that everybody asks is where do we start, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is how we start this. And again, this gets everybody's buy-in mm-hmm. right from the very beginning. And there's uh, a little bit of psychology that goes into this as well. But we basically will approach each department uh, and each person in that department and have them complete a sentence. And the sentence is, as the blank, I should be able to blank so that I can blank, right? Ah. So fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the secretary, mm-hmm. I should be able to see who's paid their invoice Mm -hmm. so that I know who I need to follow up with Mm -hmm. to be able to collect money from, you know, something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is the, the problems that are top of mind on your team, the things Mm -hmm. that are always bothering them, they're Mm -hmm. dealing with these things day in, day out. uh, You know, they're the the biggest pain. Those are the things that they think of first. Obviously you you could have 10,000 issues Mm -hmm. in your company, you're not going to have 10,000 different stories because nobody's going to think of all of that. Mm -hmm. They're going to think of those, those hot button issues, Mm -hmm. those things top of mind right away. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending how many departments Mm -hmm. you have. Yeah. I mean, it could be more than that if you Mm -hmm. have, you know, more departments or if you have a lot of frustration Mm -hmm. too, but this starts to give people an outlet as well to be able to express that frustration Mm -hmm. that they may never have had or seen before. Right. So literally you just, you, you pass this sentence around Mm -hmm. to each department and then, you know, you start getting your, getting your sentences Mm -hmm. back and you start to be able to see, you know, uh, these, these 
um, you know, these patterns of, mm-hmm. you know, you can see where the, where the lead comes in or where the mm-hmm. customer comes into the cycle. And then it gets all jumbled up and there's all of this like friction and mm-hmm. don't understand where any of this is going. So you're, you're able to start honing in on, okay, there's a lot of, there's a lot of disconnect and mm-hmm. confusion, you know, right here. Let's start there right. uh, and, you know, start uh, you know, so you're doing evaluating. some psychoanalyzing almost. Essentially, yeah. And mm-hmm. you're giving, again, you're giving people the ability to be able to express their emotions, express mm-hmm. their feelings. You get that buy-in right away. Mm-hmm. And then you start, they start to realize, you know what, I, if that thing goes away, my mm-hmm. my day is going to be so much right. better. So then they start championing, championing mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this uh, software to be able to get done. Uh, and then, you know, they start thinking about other things. So I wonder mm-hmm. if we could do this. I wonder if they can do that. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, starts to grow out from there. So mm-hmm. that's the way that we always uh, approach these types of situations when you're, you know, when you don't necessarily know where the biggest pain points are mm-hmm. in the company uh, or how to address them. That's the best way to be able to to, to start evaluating right. that. So, well, and as you said, it's simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you sat down with someone and said, tell me about your average day. <laughs> you know, yep. hours from now, you're exactly. still there listening to them. And, yep. you know, and, and they really could have in many cases said this, then this, then this. Yep. But, you know, it's it it gets, uh, you know, it, it really does get all jumbled up when they're trying to, to fill in all those. But, yeah, when it's just the if then statements, yep. you know, they can fill those in pretty simply. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it works. It works really, really well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, if, if your listeners are out there, you know, wondering whether or not they have an issue or if they know mm-hmm. they have an issue, don't know where to start, that's a great way, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to start that initiative on your own. Right. And, you know, maybe there are off the shelf tools or mm-hmm. systems that can incorporate into that. What, what we also notice a lot of times is, you know, departments will create their own silos of technology, oh, yes. mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. it could be spreadsheets or documents or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but then the next department doesn't have any of that mm-hmm. or doesn't understand any of that. And again, there's that rub mm-hmm. and that friction as, you know, as the thing gets mm-hmm. handed off to the next department, um, you know, they've got to take what the other department gave mm-hmm. them and put it in their own format. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you want to, you want to watch out for that. You want to be able to make right. sure that everybody's working on the same asset to mm-hmm. build that same asset so that, it, you know, it comes out at the mm-hmm. end, uh, you know, looking like mm-hmm. it should. Right? right. Yeah. In one place. In one um, place. Exactly. You know, and, and yeah, because. We see that all the time where, you know, this department does everything and they put it all in Excel. Well, this department still writes it all down, you know, and and all of those various things. And, and, you know, and and we spend so much time backtracking and trying to chase information down that is just terribly inefficient. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And that's what this is all about. Digital transformation Mm -hmm. is all about, you know, creating, creating that efficiency and, Mm -hmm. you know, streamlining things. And everybody, again, everybody who's coming into the workforce now is expecting these types of things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right. and, and, and your, what you end up having when you have a, a good process in place like this, your onboarding process becomes mm-hmm. a lot easier as well, mm-hmm. right? So right. you lose someone, they quit, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, they get fired, you're able to bring in the next person and kind of right. plug them right in. Yeah, you know, you're not easily. going through boxes and thinking, yeah. you know. What, where exactly. did they stand on this? Well, it's, you know, hopefully they will have entered it in the system. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So from the technology side of things, those are some of the things that we, you know, that we're working on. And mm-hmm. I think some of the things that, um, you know, might be useful to some of the listeners. Right. So. Right. Do you have people who 
it, it really feel threatened by this. You know, they love their little ledger because they're the only people who can read it and know what's in there. How do you deal with those people? I mean, and and let's be honest, sometimes they just need to go. Yeah. Um, but in many cases, they're very valuable assets to the, yep. the business. And so how do you tell them, okay, we're going to take your pencil away from you yeah. and we're going to give you a laptop um, or, you know, smartphone. I mean, how do you work with folks like that? So we have found there are definitely people like that in, you know, in the organization. Mm-hmm. Again, the one that I just was talking about, um, there's a part of the organization where they schedule appointments essentially for the salespeople to go out. Mm-hmm. They have, I don't even know how many, all of these, remember the library, like you have the little, little card. Things, yeah. The, the card know, catalog. Card mm-hmm. catalog. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got, I don't know, probably 10 of those drawers you know, throughout the, throughout the room. And mm-hmm. they've got all of these cards that mm-hmm. they've called on for, you know, however mm-hmm. many years. Um, and they they did not want to give up these cards right. at all. I mean, this was because they'd written everything on exactly. there, including yeah. you know, like here's Matt's anniversary and his dog's name is exactly. you know, all of and those I, things. I mm-hmm. I have no idea how they like they know how it's organized mm-hmm. and they know how to you know go and pull right from yeah because it's never alphabetical or anything no, that no, makes no. sense yeah. right it's yeah they they knew like oh well that's over in this card catalog mm-hmm. over here and uh you know we need we need more leads so mm-hmm. we need to uh, you know call these ones over here mm-hmm. again i have no idea how they picked any of them any rate so uh, they were adamant about not changing that mm-hmm. process at all so that's the way that it started and mm-hmm. then uh, essentially what ends up happening is the entire company you know jumps on to this mm-hmm. thing and then those departments, you know, start to almost feel isolated. Right. They're where, the bottleneck. Exactly. They mm-hmm. start to see like, okay, everything else is smoothing out here. And I'm still dealing with all the same, mm-hmm. the same frustrations and mm-hmm. issues and all mm-hmm. of that. And obviously everybody wants to have as smooth of a day as possible. Mm-hmm. So ultimately what we have always seen is that after a certain point, that department starts to say, yeah, like, okay, let's, Mm -hmm. let's start to convert us as well. So we don't necessarily go in and make them change right Mm -hmm. away. It's more of a, a, of an evolution where they start to realize like, you know, everybody else is in a Mm -hmm. a better mood. They're not dealing with all the frustrations that they had to deal with. Like, why don't we start, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at doing this as well? So, um, so that's what we've found, Mm -hmm. you know, in the past that it, sort of ultimately ends up mm-hmm. taking care of itself. Right. At first, yes, it's there, but right. it does. Well, and as you said, they buy into it by mm-hmm. doing that. You know, if you went in and said, you will no longer exactly. use your, they're like, yeah, right, no. Um, you know, Or they'll do just the minimum until yep. you're gone. Yep, <laughs> you know? exactly. And then they go back to what they were doing. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so I love it. Well, you know, of course, with technology anymore, we, you know, now we can't not talk about AI and and things like that. And, you know, I think so many people feel threatened by that. I love it. I mean, you know, I'm to to me, you know, that it's it's gotten rid of the blank screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the yep. I have to write a blog post. I have to write a blog post. Oh, look, squirrel. Yeah, um, exactly. You know? Exactly. And and instead, I'll go into Chat GPT or one of the others and say, you know, write a blog post about yada yada yada. Now I never use that as verbatim. You yeah. know, to me, it's the first draft. Yeah. But um, how are you finding? You know, especially with a lot of what you do, the 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 latest and greatest. So all of the AI and and things like that. Yeah. No. I mean, it's 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 definitely um, 
coming onto the scene, you know, pretty pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, and we we actually have um, I'm on uh, the board of another startup mm-hmm. that uh, that we founded, which is really the 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 purpose of the software is that 87% or I should say the problem that we're trying to solve mm-hmm. is that 87% of businesses are never sold because these businesses are not built in a way that anybody wants to buy them. Right. right? So, uh, you know, you think of, we, we talked, you know, just touched on trade Titans very, very mm-hmm. briefly, briefly, but you think of, you know, the tradesperson, the electrician, mm-hmm. the contractor, mm-hmm. right. They you are know, the business. They are the business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and if they retire, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. They're essentially their retirement mm-hmm. or you know the money that they're mm-hmm. going to make is selling all of the assets that mm-hmm. they've been able to acquire. So maybe they've been lucky enough to be able to, you know, buy a building or mm-hmm. you know they're going to, you know, they've got a bunch of inventory or tools or equipment. That's going to be mm-hmm. when they when they liquidate that, mm-hmm. that's going to be their retirement plan essentially. Um and if you build your your uh, business correctly and you you are not the business yourself and you mm-hmm. have all of these systems and these tools that are generating uh, opportunities for you. Um, that's you know that's when mm-hmm. you can have a, a property or a right. business that is uh, actually acquirable. So the software mm-hmm. essentially is going to you know give you a ranking between zero and a hundred, mm-hmm. and um, you're going to be able to to make sure you know it starts off obviously at zero, mm-hmm. uh, and you know kind of the the basic things are going out to you know the Google My Business and all of the various different mm-hmm. platforms out there to make sure that all of your information is updated in mm-hmm. all of those platforms. Right. Because again, a lot of people put those profiles up and mm-hmm. then they never check them again. Mm-hmm. And people are searching and right. then you know, they're they, like the phone number. Yeah, they can't bad, find the you. Email. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all exactly. sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's kind of stage one where you know, it'll mm-hmm. go out and check all of that. But um, there's all the, all of these other modules like marketing modules mm-hmm. and social media modules that get a- added onto that so that you can start to see yourself grow mm-hmm. uh you know in the in the future right so you always want to make sure obviously that you're you know constantly moving in the right direction mm-hmm. um if you start doing a marketing campaign this is another problem that a lot of people have is they they launch all of these various different marketing campaigns and you know it's it's difficult when you're when you're dealing with that because there's always the ability to be able to spin the results in a mm-hmm. positive way right. but it might not truly be impacting you positively mm-hmm. this this allows you to be able to see like, are people actually talking about us? Mm-hmm. Are people talking positively about right. us? Um, you know, is there negative mm-hmm. sentiment out there, right? You know, what is that negative thing, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's being talked about, mm-hmm. you know, how can we What do we need that? to how do we, to fix yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Exactly, how do we, um, you know, how do we, uh, you know, make that better, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of this stuff, you know, before is just sort of in, you know, in the rear view mirror, you right. may not never find out about mm-hmm. it, but, um, you know, those negative comments or what have you could be, um, you know, floating around and mm-hmm. impacting you for many years to come. So mm-hmm. again, this software is a way to be able to mm-hmm. manage and, um, you know, create your business in a way right. that is actually mm-hmm. uh, something that someone would want right. to acquire. Mm-hmm. So, Well, and these are things that people can do. Um, but it takes a lot of time. It does. I mean, exactly. you know, and, and um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, when before we had Google, right? We yep. had the Encyclopedia Britannica uh-huh. <laughs> and card I catalogs. Remember. Yeah, we um, had the set too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and so, you know, it was still there. But what what this does is it makes it easier. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. Now, granted, it probably got rid of the Encyclopedia Britannica salespeople, you know, that used to go door to door, right? Um, but they found, you know, jobs doing something else. And and so when people are afraid of this, I think they're just not understanding. It's it's just moving us on to the next thing. I mean, yeah. you know, we could go back to the Industrial Revolution, you know, no longer were we making things one at a time, you know, good old Henry Ford, you yep. know, we had the assembly, the assembly line. line. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's that, just like what you said with chat GPT, you know, it's, it's, you know, creating that initial framework, it's creating mm-hmm. that ability to be able to, you know, get yourself started, right? right? Um, you know, uh, in a lens is the name of that software. Mm-hmm. And it's going to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, where do I, where do I start? Where, where what's messed up? Mm-hmm. Right? You want to go and fix all of that stuff first. Right. Uh, so before you start launching into all of these other initiatives, mm-hmm. because you might have, you know, depending on on your assets, you could have mm-hmm. hundreds of people, you know, reaching out to you, maybe even more than that, mm-hmm. that, you know, just can't get a hold of you and you have no idea, right? right? So, mm-hmm. you know, starting at at, uh, at step one, phase mm-hmm. one, um, you know, that that AI technology to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. go out and gra- gather all of that and tell you, like, do this, do this, do this, I- incredibly mm-hmm. valuable. So. Right. I love it. You know, and, and again, it's just, simplifying things mm-hmm. um you know and and um i was putting together a distribution list um to reach out to organizations hr organizations now could i have gone to google and gone through and yeah i mean i could have spent hours doing that instead i went to chat gpt and i said what are the state organizations that deal with human resources personnel? Mm-hmm. And so it went boogity, 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 boogity. And it's, I like to watch it type, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I said, um, because you can, you know, but I think, yeah. uh, you know, refining it is always the, the key. How yeah. do I reach them? Now, I still had to go to each website because it was like, okay, you know, what, you know, and, and I probably could have drilled down even further, but it did reach the point where it was like, okay, I need to go and look, you know, just, just for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, from, from, you know, that earlier we were talking about multifamily, you know, to be able to put in to, you know, something and say, you know, we, we want two bedroom, we want it to overlook the ocean. We want there to be a pool, you know, all that exists, but now it's just much more robust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, from the, from the business owner side of things, Again, ChatGPT is only what six months old, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Right. A lot of people don't necessarily know about it, but you know, mm-hmm. we use it all the time mm-hmm. for starting out letters mm-hmm. or. You know, oh, the I know. I love it to write emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The communication out mm-hmm. to like you know in our multifamily mm-hmm. you know properties, uh, you know, we would always sit and struggle with mm-hmm. how to best phrase. Uh, you know, these letters Mm -hmm. or, you know, notices that you Mm -hmm. have to hang in the various different situations. Mm And, you know, now it's just push of a couple, Mm -hmm. couple buttons. And, you know, then you have your framework, you know, right there to, to be able to, you know, work directly from. So, um, so it's, it's invaluable. So Mm -hmm. I I would say, you know, if any of your listeners haven't used it yet, Mm -hmm. you know, get in there and what, what a lot of people, uh, and you touched on it, what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, they're used to doing Google where it's, you know, one input and then mm-hmm. you get your results and then right. you got to go and put in a different input mm-hmm. and get, you know, the other results. Mm-hmm. And and like what you touched on is you can put in your input and mm-hmm. then you can say, you know, make it sound more, you know, more yeah, like make a human it, wrote Give it. it a sense of humor. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it will mm-hmm. refine whatever it just came right. up with and, you know, it keeps progressing down mm-hmm. through. So this isn't like Google where it's, you know, one, one input mm-hmm. and you get your, you get your output. It's, right. you know, Right. Output and then refine and output yeah. refine and and we are training it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and I w- did a seminar a week or so ago 
where the, the person presenting is an expert in this. And she said she, in essence, has conversations with it. Yeah. And she said, and now the funny thing is, it starts making suggestions. Have you thought about? And she said the first time it did that, it totally freaked her out. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, she had, you know, the, the software was, it was learning what she wanted to do. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, and, and for those of us who, you know, have lots of blog posts or lots of podcasts or things like that, we can have it, you know, we can tell it, you know, Hey, write this in a tone that Matt would use. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and it goes in there and it, I got to tell you, that kind of freaks me out a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. You can, you can mm-hmm. feed it in like things, the content that you've actually written mm-hmm. too, and yeah. then it'll get your, mm-hmm. you know, your style and, right. you know, then start using mm-hmm. that. So yeah, you can train it, you know, on, in your own voice. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, and, and granted, I think there's, you know, there's, there's obviously lots of things that need to be worked out. I mean, you know, Hollywood is on strike right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a big part of that is, is obviously <clears throat> extremely very valid because if we could tell it, you know, write the next blockbuster movie and it went doogity, 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 yeah. you know, that's yeah. very threatening to somebody that that's their livelihood. Exactly. But if you're using it together, you know, then that's, that's very different. Yeah. Um, but, but, and it's the, you know, the, the thing is it's not going away. Um, yep. You know, I, on the news today, they were talking about somebody had submitted a graphic that was designed in this and it, and it, there was something a little bit off and, and that's how people realized, okay, this was actually created um, by AI. And so they were like, you can't use AI. Well, how can you tell people that? How, I mean, how can you monitor that? Yeah. Um, but, and you still have to look, I mean, I, I had one, one time where I, I, you know, was having it create a graphic for me. And I think I was just doing this in Canva and what a lot of people don't realize Canva does this. It will, and even the free version, you can start telling it to create graphics that are very specific. And I think I said something along the lines of, you know, a, a gentleman who's sitting at a computer confused. And so it had him with his hand on his face. But the weird part was his fingers disappeared into his eye. I mean, it was just so I didn't quite get that right. Um, but and and you know, when you looked at you had to look at it a couple of times. And go, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah. But and yeah, so then I told it, no, don't have you know his hand on his face, and you know, and and then but but yeah, I mean, it, so the people are still having to do things. I mean, this is not the Terminator. You know, yeah. the machines aren't quite to the point where they're going to take over. Um, but to me, it's just it's it's a great technology to to be taking advantage of from the business perspective. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, everyone should be, you know, learning it and utilizing mm-hmm. it because, you know, these are the stepping stones too right. for whatever's coming as mm-hmm. well. So if you're not learning it now, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be just left behind and right. it's going to be, you know, that much more confusing. Mm-hmm. This The same argument can be uh, had with crypto, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not, if you're not in there and learning how, mm-hmm. you know, crypto works and how to move money and how to, you know, mm-hmm. how, how to get the money onto wallets and all of mm-hmm. that, you know, that is the future of, mm-hmm. of money. It might not necessarily be Bitcoin or, or what right. have you, but mm-hmm. that type of, mm-hmm. you know, that type of technology is, you know, where we're all moving mm-hmm. towards. So, you know, you should be keeping up with, mm-hmm. with, you know, these things as they change. So then mm-hmm. that way, then whatever it is that is coming that we do all adopt, mm-hmm. you're not going to be, you know, behind this wall right. of learning that, mm-hmm. you know, you can't catch up to. Right. So, well, and of course the worst thing is if you're that business owner and you're behind, because then yeah. your business gets left behind and, you know, every, everything, everything is, is done. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You always, always got to be reinventing yourself mm-hmm. and keeping up with the times and, and all of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Couldn't. Well, t- 
talk to me more about the the, the trade titans. Yeah. Um, you've got this great website, and um, you know, and 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 it's it's you know it's I it's it's a basic website in the fact that it provides the information, and then then it's people right mm-hmm. that that are dealing with this. So, but what what is the trade titan? Yeah. So one of the things that we've found in the multifamily industry is that we we personally and and basically all of the all of the multifamily uh people all have this same struggle where you know it's difficult to be able to find good trade professionals mm-hmm. today so really our our goal with the trade titans is this is you know a true mastermind mm-hmm. where you know we we come together and you know these are small smaller groups of people mm-hmm. where um you know 20 people will come together at a time and maybe there'll be eight different eight, 10 different hot seats mm-hmm. that, you know, we actually go in and, um, you know, we go through this process of, uh, you know, what are you thankful for? Um, you know, what, what, what wins have you had lately? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we start with recognizing those types of things. And then we really d- drive down into, you know, these are the challenges. This is what I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the, when this works, the entire community or these t- entire mm-hmm. 20 people all come together and, oh, you know, well, we're using this for that solution. Mm-hmm. Or have you ever tried this? Or have you ever, you know, do you know this guy? Right. Um, so it's, it's all about getting uh, people with this common interest together mm-hmm. where, you know, they're working to, to be able to solve each other's problems. Uh, and this isn't something where you're going to come in you know, and solve all of your problems on day one, right? You know, you basically would go in and you would have this list of to do's mm-hmm. uh, to then come back and you report back to the group mm-hmm. of, you know, how it's going, you know, mm-hmm. where the challenges still are, have you solved whatever that issue was. Um, but it's all about making, you know, making mm-hmm. progress together and, and, um, you know, being able to solve, you know, those specific mm-hmm. issues, because not everything needs to be, you know, you don't need to go and build technology for everything. Right. You know, sometimes Why reinvent it's just, the wheel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a connection to someone or a connection to a tool or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Right. Uh, so, um, so that's, that's the basic premise behind it. But, uh, you know, our goal is to be able to uh, build all of these trade companies mm-hmm. to be more profitable so mm-hmm. that they can invest those uh, those profits passively into mm-hmm. multifamily mm-hmm. Uh, development. And then, you know, flip that around full circle. These these tradespeople can actually go and work on the projects that they are invested in, right? So then it creates work for them mm-hmm. also. So it's like this full cycle, mm-hmm. um, you know, process where you know everyone is working together to basically better their lives mm-hmm. uh, and be able to you know create create freedom more or less. That's what mm-hmm. we're that's what we're all striving for. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all trying to do is get more freedom. And that's that's really our goal mm-hmm. uh you know with this entire thing to be able to solve your problems, mm-hmm. create a better business, make more money, reinvest it, you know, and then you mm-hmm. know that that compound that compounding effect keeps mm-hmm. growing and you know then generate additional opportunities for yourself as well. So mm-hmm. that's basically what Trade Titans is uh in a nutshell. I love it. Are there <laughs> what are what are examples of businesses that are actually part of this? I mean, without so, giving names away, things like that. Yeah. So this is this is any right now we've got uh, a couple of different types of industries, mm-hmm. but we're really trying to focus in on the tradespeople. So we have painters, plumbers, electricians. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to say carpenters, but more like uh, I mean, they are mm-hmm. they are trained carpenters, but they can do like drywall right, and repairs right. mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff. So basically, you know, we're trying to again build that that power team mm-hmm. more or less 
uh, you know, four specific areas mm-hmm. around the, the buildings mm-hmm. and the different opportunities that we have um, so that we can call on them. And, you know, we're, we're building relationships mm-hmm. with all these people as well. So, you know, we get to know, like, and trust them mm-hmm. and vice versa. So it, it just makes a great a great community to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, grow and, and build upon. Um, we do also have some other, you know, types of businesses in there. We've got, you know, accountants and. Right. Because um, it's a good partnership. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And again, they're struggling, you know, with a lot of the same types of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everybody can come together and, you know, realize mm-hmm. these, it, it, you're much, how does the saying go? If you want to, if you want to, um, uh, it's something like if you want to go far, go together. If you want to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you want, if if you're short sighted, do it alone. Something mm-hmm. like that, right? But you know, when you when you are part of this community and you have these resources to be able to, you know, tap into and ask questions and you know solve your mm-hmm. solve your problems, it just it makes life so much easier, right? So, you know, and I'm assuming that these aren't the one person type of businesses. Um, oh, your video has frozen. Can you still hear me? Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you know, video's frozen, but that's all right. As long as the okay. audio is going, that's good. Cool. Um, and so, um, you know, my my assumption is that, you know, these aren't the guys who, you know, they're the one or the two person type of, no. of you know, they're they're bigger than that. They have employees and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the, one of the prerequisites is that you have to be doing a million dollars, you know, in business a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And again, depending on the industry that that could be relatively easy to be able to do Mm -hmm. in some industries and others, you know, a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, but if, if you're doing that, at least you have a team behind you and you have the the resources where it's not just a one man show where you're, Mm -hmm. you know, going back and trying to implement all of these things, Mm -hmm. you know, on your own, you're able to, you know, again, bring these, these suggestions and these resources back to your team and, and uh, you can go from there. Mm-hmm. So, right. well, and clearly you need them to be that size because you're working on large projects, yeah. um, you know, and, and um, it, because, you know, yeah, there are smaller multifamily properties, but you know, many of them now have, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of units. So, you know, you're wanting to, to be able to have, first of all, that capital, because you were yep. saying, you know, they invest in them, but the one person guy is, you know, unless there's something very specialized that he's doing exactly. in there, um, you know, he's got to have a big team of people to be able to to go in and work on these large projects. Yeah, no, c- completely, completely agree. And and there's always those specialized people. Like we we have one property that has a lot of brass, uh, ah, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of brass in it, right? Mm-hmm. So you you need the guy that knows how to mm-hmm. shine all the brass and bring mm-hmm. that back to you know, back to its uh, mm-hmm. original, original condition. So, right. um, you know, we, there are certainly those specialties, but, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, it's uh, the the main, you know, the main types mm-hmm. of tradespeople. So, right. Right. You know, and the the other thing that, that you do, and, and we mentioned this just a, a little bit is the real estate investment, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it's, it's one of those things where I think people, they, first of all, and and it's funny, you know, you you have your podcast, and you and I have interviewed the same people, um, which is how we got to know you. But so many people don't think that they can invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, they think you have to have you know a hundred million dollars in in order to do that. So, talk to us a little bit about you know how does somebody get started in real estate investing? Yeah. So first, I would say you want to understand what type of real estate investor you want to be. Okay. Uh, do you want to be a DIY 
mm-hmm. real estate investor where you're learning how to do everything. You're mm-hmm. learning how to find the properties and evaluate them. Um, and, you know, obviously there's different scales to mm-hmm. that. You know, if you're if you're dealing with single family properties, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier. If you're dealing with hundreds of apartment buildings, you know, you don't want to go right. and, you know, go through mm-hmm. that learning curve on your own. You want to find, you know, community mm-hmm. that is going to be able to support you and teach you and connect you to various different mm-hmm. people who you're going to need along the way. Mm-hmm. So really, it really depends, you know, if you want to be that active investor and mm-hmm. you want to be that that person that's in there figuring it out and all and doing it, mm-hmm. or do you want to, you know, build your machine, build your business uh, to be able to, you know, invest passively into mm-hmm. those different opportunities. And that's really where we come in because, you know, we have all of the people in place mm-hmm. and building relationships and everything, uh, you know, with the various different brokers and, mm-hmm. um, you know, lenders and, and all of the tradespeople in the various different areas. It's, it's a lot of work putting mm-hmm. all of that, uh, all of that stuff together. Um, so it, that takes a long, long time. So, you know, step number one is just de- depending on, you know, defining how you want to invest, what type of mm-hmm. investor you want to be. Um, then next, after you understand that is, you know, you want to start evaluating, you know, the people that you want to invest with and and mm-hmm. again, building that rapport, building that that know, like, and trust factor. Right. And a lot of that is, again, just going out and reaching out to, to various different people and, again, connecting with them. Uh, and again, just depends on what it is that you're looking to, uh, you know, looking to accomplish. Um, you know, if you're building your team to be able to go and do this yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to need a lot, of, a lot of different people right. rather than, you know, just going out and finding mm-hmm. different sponsors. Now, y- your, your, uh, original question or original statement was, you know, they think that they need millions of dollars to be able to get involved with this. Uh, you know, obviously that's helpful, um, but that isn't necessarily what mm-hmm. you, where you have to start. Uh, right. I'll tell you that most companies or most opportunities that you're going to come across have a minimum investment that has to be met in order okay. for you to get into them. Right. Because uh, again, they don't want the hundred dollar investors. I mean, that's exactly. an extreme, yeah. But, but yeah. Yep, exactly. And, and you know, it's a lot more work. The more investors mm-hmm. that you have, the more work you have right. to- That's a lot of people to coordinate. It, a lot of people to coordinate, a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, a lot of things with, uh, you know, tax time and mm-hmm. issuing K-1s mm-hmm. and all of that. It's really difficult when you have mm-hmm. those, those smaller investors. So, um, so, what we so normally there'll be you know hundred thousand dollar minimum maybe mm-hmm. two hundred fifty thousand dollar minimum depending on what the uh, what the particular mm-hmm. asset or opportunity is. What we've done is we've all we also have a fund which is called a fractionalized fund, ah. and <laughs> what that basically allows us to do is it, you know typically a fund will you'll you'll put your money into this fund and you won't necessarily have any control over where your money is used or okay. you know, what type of you're investments. just putting it in the pool exactly yeah so with with a fractionalized fund you're able to see all the various different opportunities oh. that we you know that we have mm-hmm. right now and um you can choose whatever the amount is that you want to invest into each one of the mm-hmm. opportunities if you want to put a thousand dollars in you can put a thousand dollars in you can put ten thousand fifty thousand mm-hmm. whatever whatever the number is um, and you can you know do that across all the various different projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as the fund raises enough money to meet the minimum mm-hmm. of the investment for right. that particular investment, mm-hmm. then you know you can obviously participate in that you know in that particular mm-hmm. uh, opportunity. And that makes 
just the fund structure makes all of the tax and communication and all of that a lot easier mm -hmm. than trying to do you know that small of investment through right. the, the you know through the mm -hmm. the entity that's purchasing uh the the asset mm -hmm. uh, itself so um hopefully that makes sense hopefully that it, that it does you know and and it's it's interesting because i think you know people do have money where they're thinking we need to invest this Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and there's certainly, you know, lots and lots of different ways that people can invest. And yes, folks, whatever you invest in, you can lose. Right. <laughs> you know, there's always that disclaimer. You know, there's there is absolutely nothing, I think, that is is a guaranteed investment. Um, you know, and and so, but you know, it's it, you know, we were talking before the program started about how much building is going on here in Atlanta. Um, you know, and, and it's that way, you know, once we came out of COVID, man, everything just started going like mm -hmm. crazy. And, um, you know, when, and whether it's multifamily or, you know, big residential things where, you know, single family homes, things like that. And then obviously business complexes, um, that's, that has changed a bit because of COVID, um, you know, with, with businesses saying, Hey, you know, we're going to home office and, and, and things like that. I think that's going to rebound. I think people yeah. are going to pretty much go, no, nah, we got to get back into an office. We, I need to talk to them while we're getting coffee. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, and, and, but, but yeah, there's, there's so many opportunities out there for people to be investing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the biggest challenges though, is a lot of people don't necessarily get plugged into any of these things. Right. They don't necessarily know about that. Yeah, and so how would they even find out what the opportunities are? Yeah. So that's where, again, you want to get out and, you know, start networking with people who okay. are, you know, in those various different okay. opportunities or in those various different positions. Um, you know, there's meetup groups and, you know, various different organizations mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and, and I will say that if you are looking to do this on your own, you want to take the exact same path. You want to be able to start getting in those circles of other okay. people that are doing this. Um, you know, don't try to jump in and, you know, do it yourself, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all on your, all on your own. It's always so much easier when you have other people around right. you who, you know, have learned mm -hmm. Uh, along the way. And that's, that's one of the things that I've, I've learned over the years. I used to have the, you know, uh, the I'm a, I'm a going to do it mentality, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so anything that, uh, you know, I could do myself, I went and learned how to do, which mm -hmm. is great because I have a great background now. I know how to, mm -hmm. you know, fix a bunch of things and, you know, do a bunch of things. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's best if you, uh, can learn from people. It's going to shortcut your learning curves mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to learn from all of their mistakes. Right. So I'm a big proponent, big believer in, again, masterminds mm -hmm. and coaching groups and right. all of that. And a lot of people are against any of that. You know, they, they say, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pay for any of that stuff. You know, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. Right. You're going to, mm -hmm. you know, pay for it through learning mm -hmm. curves and more time uh, that it's going to take to get you know, to whatever that end goal right. is, or, you know, you can shortcut all of that mm -hmm. by, you know, just going and hiring somebody right. who's already done it mm -hmm. and already experienced yeah. it. You know, obviously do your due diligence and, and mm -hmm. things like that. But, but yeah, you know, I, I said it a minute ago, why reinvent the wheel? Um, yeah. You know, it already exists. It's already successful, you know, go in it and, and, you know, the it, it would also be, you know, we talk about due diligence. I mean, one of those things where if they, you know, if they are, if it sounds like they're too good to be true, then they might be too good yeah. to be true, folks. Yep. Listen to your um, gut. Yeah, yeah, listen to your yeah. gut. You know, always follow that. Yep. You know, and 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 you know, I would imagine that one of the things might be to say, you know, hey, I want to talk to some of your other investors. Yeah. And exactly. if they say no, oh no, red flag, red flag. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So it's it's very interesting. 
Yeah. And I'm actually part of another group. And again, this is all about, you know, getting in mm-hmm. those circles again, but I'm part of another group that that holds these these large events. Mm-hmm. And what's great is they actually are are intermingling, again, us as investors, or I should say us as the operators, mm-hmm. they're bringing their investors into the exact same rooms mm-hmm. with us um, so that they can actually meet like the people that are, you know, actually going ah. and Mm-hmm. And you know, procuring these different assets mm-hmm. and building that relationship. So mm-hmm. I think it's really, really smart to you know get that cross pollination mm-hmm. going, so that you know they can the the investors can also see again. This is this is for a fund that has mm-hmm. a lot of different operators that are always you know they're they're funding different projects all mm-hmm. the time, and basically these investors are you know feeding the money in that the company is then inv- uh, right. investing into the various different mm-hmm. opportunities. So, you know, just building that rapport and be- being able to to see the caliber of people that your money is going to support their projects, mm-hmm. I think is incredibly, incredibly mm-hmm. intelligent. And, you know, like you said, a lot of people try to build that wall, you know, between the investors and whatever, wherever mm-hmm. the opportunities are at. Um, and I think there's a huge opportunity that is missed in right. those particular situations. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, because it is all about the relationships. Yeah, without a doubt. Everything's about the relationships, mm-hmm. right? And right. Um, you know, once you, once you start damaging that, tarnishing that, mm-hmm. you know, going the wrong way, um, you know, it's difficult to be able mm-hmm. to rebound and bounce back right. from that. So, right. well, oh my gosh, Matt, this has been so interesting and we just kind of scratched the surface on this. So we, we, you know, we need to chat again, but until then, how do people find you and what are the services that you provide? Oh, geez. Yeah. So again, we've got a bunch of different companies, technology, uh, we we also have uh, the Trade Titans, so the TradeTitans.com. That's probably if you're interested in that, that's probably the easiest way to be able to uh, learn more about some of the things that we're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I'm also active on LinkedIn and Instagram, and that's just Matthew Shields at both of them. So perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, this really has been, you know, very interesting. We've kind of jumped around a little bit, which is is fun. Uh, we were talking before the program. You know, we've we've you know, we all do a lot of different things. And I think that's what makes this fun um, is to to be able to have those conversations, you know, and, and as I said, love to have you on again, but until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? So I, I touched on this very briefly and I didn't really dive into it that terribly much, but think positively about everything that you're doing, right? Think, think in the positive light. Uh, you know, there's so much negativity in the world today, you know, out in the world, there's grumpiness and, uh, you know, just again, a lot of, a lot of darkness. So, you know, turn that around and think positive about your situation, no matter what it is that you're going through, there's always a positive lining in it and focus on that uh, and bring, you know, bring that to the top of your head and, and, you know, realize that, recognize that. So uh, again, I use that all the time. You know, if I'm feeling down, I just look at whatever the positive part of that is and, you know, bring that to the forefront. So, so just have more positivity in your life. Perfect. I love that. And what a great way to end the program. I am Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous discussion with Matt Shields and until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.